What is going on? What is up? Bax, you're in the house today. We're listening to... What you talking about, Libby? Yeah, it's just me and Bax again. Uh, our, uh, as we said on our last episode, uh, Laura uh, has a family emergency and our thoughts are out with her right now. And I hope everything uh, goes well with your family and uh, we're, we're thinking, thinking of you. You're in spirit, so you're, you're here in spirit, so... Definitely, definitely. I'm doing some praying. AJ don't pray, but I pray. So I'm. Yep, my thoughts are out there with you, man. <laughs> my thoughts are out there, Laura. So, but anyway, so Bax, what's happening? How you been? Ah, uh, man, we've been good, man. Same yeah. old, same old since the last show, bro. We still <laughs> chuck it down at this time. Yeah. Uh, one day at a time, man. Exactly, exactly. So I'm just gonna dive right in. Yeah, let's go. Just one of those, uh, just gunfire, just gunfire. Get the show going. So, have you been? Uh, AMC movie theaters are, are selling their uh, 20, was it 15 cent tickets? Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So the time this uh, episode really comes out, AMC theaters already uh, started this pr- promotion. So, so 20 cents. Yeah, so uh, this came out of CNN Business. AMC is finally the reopening their theaters, and guests will need just 15 cents to get in. 15 cents. So the world's largest movie theater chain will reopen more than 100 theaters on August 20th. The company said on Thursday, this is when this article was written, uh, in order to, uh, uh, to, to corroborate, AMC is offering movies in 2020 at 1920 prices. Sort of like the Columbia Restaurant. Remember the Columbia Restaurant does their uh, 1920 or 1908 day? Or the one in uh, Ebor? Ebor, uh, that there's one in Sarasota. I think there's one in Clearwater. Yeah, so they have like the really like the 1905 salad. 1905, that's what it is. 1905 salad. So they're uh, they're still doing a little spinoff on it. So 15 cents to see a movie. Wow. Would you go? Yeah. Good. I mean, I'm just gonna bring my see. See, I know where they're gonna catch us at though. I got, a, I got a trick for their ass. <laughs> I'm going right to the dollar store, Dollar General. I'm getting yes. all my candy, getting all whatever the candy. for the kids, get the popcorn, <laughs> you know, just bring it in and really just spend 15 cents. I might get a soda. I might get a $6 soda. Just, <laughs> $6 so just to just support them. This is supportive. <laughs> <laughs> so AMC was close to the theaters back in March, as we all well know. And I drive past one particular AMC theater on the way to my office, and man, it's just a ghost town. It's like nothing there. There's a Starbucks that sits there, and there's a couple of restaurants, but it's empty. I mean, nobody's going to movies, but geez. AMC closed its theaters back in March as the COVID-19 took hold. As reopening has delayed several times, I guess they were supposed to open up a few times. So the uh, box office sales have been taking a major hit. I mean, obviously, because, you know, movie theaters are not open. AMC added that it expects to open two-thirds of its theaters, about 600 of them in the U.S., uh, locations by the time Christopher Nolan's Thriller hits theaters on September 3rd. I never heard of that movie. Never. Never never heard of it. Is it on Fire Stick? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an AMC. I mean, uh, AMC for 15 cents, so hopefully. Yeah, right. (laughs) But uh, only after authorized... Only after authorized to do so by the state and local thor- authority officials, according to the company. So they're only going to open up basically if they the government basically allows them. Wow. So that, that's interesting. I hope AMC opens up because I I know there's a lot of you know something about going to the movies and paying the nine ninety nine bucket of popcorn and and uh, you know those twenty dollar tickets you know for the ultimate ultimate comfortable seats and all that stuff. So I just feel like everybody's distracted, man. I I feel like. You know, all the extracurricular stuff and the entertainment that, you know, they're trying to force on us right now. Mm-hmm. 
I don't feel like nobody's really thinking about that too much. You know, no. I feel like people are thinking about surviving and what's next. So all these businesses that are getting hit, they're not essential. You know, no, they're not. The movies is not essential. No. You feel me? It's just me wanting to have a good time, go on a date, take my girl, let's have some popcorn, take my kids. You know, and it is essential to get away and, you know, have good fun. But I'm not thinking about the movies right now. I don't know. Some people are. I have to say, you know, I'm very surprised, like, the AMC movie theater uh, executives didn't, like, throw, like, you know, they have these big-ass parking lots. Why won't they, you know, set up a big-ass projection screen and, you know, have do it like a mini drive-in or a large drive-in? Now like, you're talking. Exactly. Do you remember going to drive-in when you were a kid? But you um, grew up in the 90s. So let's, let's. So here's the thing. I didn't go to the drive-in when I was a kid. But I did get a chance to go to the little drive-in movie that they had down on Hillsboro before, like when I first got to Tampa. Okay, right on, yeah, and over here in Tampa, there's a drive-in. Is it really, still open, I think? Yeah, it's still open. Okay. I don't really like it because it's just too many distractions. You don't really, yeah, too, too many distractions. You're in your car. Nah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember going, growing up, and uh, this is in New York. This is before the movie theaters really exploded the way they are with the inside theaters and all that stuff. And I remember driving in my uh, in my parents' 1980 Chevrolet Citation. And it was a brand new car to us back in the uh, early 80s. Brand new car. And you drive into this uh, big, huge uh, lot, and there was a lot of humps. Yeah. humps because you could back the car up and the only reason why we took our my mom's car back in the 80s was because the seats went down you know not it wasn't very common you know besides having a station wagon it was very common to have a regular sedan car and the seats never went down well in this particular car the seats went down and i remember my dad taking us there with the family and buying the popcorn and and pulling up to the little speaker there's a little speaker with a little knobby on there. You have to find the right speaker that they all worked. Mm. I, I do have to say there, there were some that were, some of them were busted, but you know, I mean, this is their business and they got to make sure the speaker works or even many years later, do you remember, uh, they actually let you listen to it on the car radio. Yeah. You had to tune into the station. Yeah. Tune into it like a yeah. station. But, but the problem was that people left their ignitions on when the movie was over. The car never started. The car never started. <laughs> the car never started. But yeah, I remember doing that when I was a kid, you know, just laying out the blanket and watching whatever movies. And I remember <laughs> that to get a little graphic, but, uh, <laughs> I remember there was another theater, like another screen, like, you know, facing the other direction but we were parked in an angle and there was actually boobies on the screen wow <laughs> and my dad was like look the other way there's something scary on the screen well uh, the sooner before i looked away i saw the boobies on the screen of course <laughs> and i was like what is so scary about that <laughs> my dad didn't want me to see boobies when i was like you know 10 years old or something like that growing up in the 80s but yeah. those are the fun good old days and as being up north you know it didn't get as hot as it is down here in florida i mean yeah. it's humid down here so you know i remember it was like it was like springtime or like uh, fall time and it was perfect weather to watch a, a movie in the car but drive-in died out real quick yeah the drive-in but i did see they had like some uh a drive-in where you were, people were on boats. That looked kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a company that was going to do that. Yeah, now that, now that might be... That'd be really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I would do that. I mean, Florida's full of ton of lakes. Yeah, so you just put up on a lake, nice little... That's a dope little date situation. Yeah, but you know, Florida's got a lot of alligators in the uh, ponds out here. But, I mean, they don't climb up on the boats, do they? 
Uh, I don't know. If <laughs> you feed the damn thing of popcorn, I'm sure it's going to come chasing after your ass. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that the big alligators they take out, right? They they only let yeah. they only let the alligators get so big before they come and get them. I don't. No, think. they they don't come. It's they they they'll they'll take them out of the lake to uh, you know like in residential neighborhoods if it's a nuisance. Yeah. Or if it, if it attacks a person or dog, yeah, then that's an automatic takeout. But oh, so we wait till they attack somebody. Yeah, they basically the yeah. wait. But oh. yeah, but <laughs> getting back to it, it was like a foreign company that was actually thinking about doing that and uh, you know going on a date on a little boat and I don't know how that works as far as getting onto the boat and you gotta you know tie yourself up or row yourself. I don't know how it works, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, being on the water and watching a movie, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> So it's getting closer to the holidays. I mean, we're already almost the end of August, basically, right now. And wow. uh, the month is, and this year is just flying by too fast. I just remember, like, this COVID-19 rolled out in, what, March? And it's already, yeah. you know, it's it's like a bad nightmare right this thing now. thing is a blur, bro. It's a blur, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm watching QVC. Okay. You know, that the, like the Home Shopping Network. Well, this was QVC. Right. And they were uh, they were talking about like honey-baked ham and getting ready for the holidays. And everybody knows that. You know, the, the, all the places are starting to do their, they're getting ready for the holidays. So they're, they're selling this honey-baked ham. And it was something like a hundred, a little over a hundred dollars for this because you get the sides, you get everything else. And what's alarming to me, besides the price was over a hundred bucks, they had flex pay. What? Yeah, flex pay. That's crazy. So, in other words, you could flex pay for like three, I think it was three months. I, I want to say it was a little more than that, but I will say, looking conservatively, let's say it's three months. Mm -hmm. So, flex pay of like $30 a month to pay this damn ham off that you could basically eat in one sitting. <sighs> That's crazy. What's this world coming to if you're going to finance your food? My thing is, it's too early to buy the ham, anyways. I don't care well, if you yeah. freeze it. It might get a freezer burn or something. Mm -hmm. Give me my, give me, first of all, I don't eat ham, but give me whatever I'm going to eat that week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that week. So but, it's fresh. <laughs> but you're making a, a ham payment. Yeah. You know, absolutely you, not. All right, babe. We got the car payment this month. Pay, power bills paid. Water's <laughs> bill paid. Cable bills paid. Oh, by the way, did you make the ham payment? Oh, uh, uh, babe, I forgot the ham payment. <laughs> the ham payment. What are they going to repo it? I mean, what are they? I mean, the damn thing is already digested or dead by now. Get your ham repo. I don't think you get the ham before you're done paying. There's no <laughs> yeah. way. But they have to flex pay. Oh, you hear that? Do you hear that? That's thunder. That's thunder. <laughs> That's thunder. But uh, it's been raining every day. Oh I my know. Gosh. We're, we're you know we're out here on my back patio uh, the kids are inside it was just a little too noisy and obviously you get the nature sound in the background on our back patio here obviously because we're outside and you know, it's got a little warm out here but i'm okay are you okay yeah i'm okay goodbye yeah. i'm over here looking in these, in these woods over here to the left <laughs> it's kind yeah. of scary <laughs> yeah, no, we had to, when i was setting up for our podcast show this evening uh there was a few deer that just you know ran across the back uh, where i live here and uh my dog, my dog, Noki, LaBeast, LaBeast saw it and the dog started going nuts and chasing after the deer on the back patio. I mean, we have a fence in the backyard, but, uh, you know, the dog was safe. The deer was safe, but <laughs> my LaBeast was trying to protect his territory. The deer running across the backyard. But, wow. But yeah, so that's why you get all this noise in the background. Well, hey, instead, doing, instead of doing a ham, you could do some venison. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're getting off uh, subject here, but, uh. <laughs> But you know, people finance their be uh, their their dinners. Really? Is is that what this world is coming to? We just gotta sit and watch and wait, bro. Like this world is gonna be upside down, financing dinners, 
Finance All business and going out of debt, out of uh, business, business going out of businesses, out mm-hmm. of business. I don't know. Would you finance your dinner on FlexPay through QVC? Nah. Because it's, 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 yes, FlexPay, you know, is interest-free financing on, you know, whatever items, but food? Absolutely not. Not for no QVC. Can you just see the, can you just imagine a little, you know how they sell stuff on QVC? They got the little QVC motto and Karen just standing by the, by the ham <laughs> while they trying to sell it. So you got the 14 pound ham, $30 a month. And she's just standing there like with her hands, like pointed at it. Like you get the corn, you get the rice. I mean, QVC is a good outfit. I do have a friend of mine that uh, we know through our Cap Scout pack and she's on QVC. Uh, number of times during a week pushing yeah. her product and um, she lives here down in Tampa and she flies up to Pennsylvania and uh, you know to once twice a week and actually she was doing it virtually through at her house through Skype and she texted me like this is my setup you know got the got the setup here we're gonna shoot it, shoot it back to QVC up in their headquarters and you know put it on TV but uh, you know, <laughs> she's pushing her product and I mean yeah I mean it's just a new world that we're living in that's but. good I could just imagine calling in about the ham you know how people call yeah I got that good ham <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> from uh, Los Angeles, California. Good day. Let's talk about the ham. Did you guys enjoy it? Did you take plenty of chews? Oh, yes. I fit my oven just... I could just see it now. It was a little dry. <laughs> a little dry. <laughs> there goes the sales for the Flex Pay for ham. <laughs> uh, QVC is a good operation. I'm not bashing it, but it just oh, when nah, you think about yeah. it, people are actually putting themselves in debt. Yeah, for ham. For ham. I mean, really, I mean, just go to the local Publix and... Uh, ham sandwich. Uh, yeah, ham sandwich. I mean, the time to get the darn thing paid off, it, it's already gone. Hold on, wait. Can a ham affect your credit? Unfortunately, they don't... Uh, I don't think FlexPay, if you don't pay on it, what do they, repo it? They can't, they can't, <laughs> they can't repo it. And I don't think they take your... Do they take your social security number? I don't know, but I like, don't think so. Imagine that just popping up on your credit your credit report. say <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows or anybody have the flex pay before. Do they take your social security number or do they just take your credit card and discharge it every month and hopefully it goes through? Wow. I don't know, but yes. <laughs> so financing your dinners on flex pay. Interesting. So did you? Uh, you're pretty 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 much of a gadget guy, are you? For the most part. For the most part. I like to keep up with them yeah keep up with it so this here is called the case crawler gives your phone legs helping reach the nearest charging cradle so you know like that little vacuum cleaner that uh that robot uh that robot vacuum cleaner right you know you have this charging port and it's like when you go to work and this thing you know computerized or vacuums your house for you and my friend actually has one of these things and he swears by it Mm mm-hmm I mean, I don't know how much for a vacuum cleaner for, you know, a battery-operated robot to vacuum, but he, he touts, it, touts it very well. And the thing, the key is it does it every day, and he's got, like, these ceramic floors. So it, it's, it's, you know, it, it does, it, he says it does a good job. So, hey, you know, more power to him. But, yeah, so this case crawler gives you phone legs and, help it, and helping it reach to the nearest charging cable. So, basically, this case... You slip your phone into it, so an right. iPhone or an Android, and it vibrates itself. 
to find the nearest charging case. So what happens if this phone's on your couch or the, in my case, my phone's sitting right here on the table? What's going to bounce off the table and go uh, through the door and through the other room and, and find its way to the charging? I so mean, how, how does it charge, though? So does it, like, jump up on a case? What if the charger's on a wall? Like, you just put it down on the floor? Like So, yeah, it's supposed to be on the floor. Okay. I mean, how many phones people keep on their fo- floor? So I could see, I, I know exactly who, who, who that's for. Those are for the lazy people in bed that, <laughs> that, you know, they on their phone at night and they don't want to get up to go put their phone on a charger. Because, see, sometimes you wake up and your phone's dead and that's the worst feeling to people that's on their phone all the time. So the only reason why I can say that is made, who that is made for, that is made for the people who just don't feel like getting up out of the bed. Oh, thunder. You hear that? I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah, that, it's like... <laughs> Those are the lazy people. Yeah, those are the lazy people. <laughs> They're mad at me. <laughs> They're lazy. I'm them. exposing them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So We're gonna I, hit the what, what other reason could that be for? Who else could that be for? The problem solved. You could go on Amazon. I've done it myself and got these uh, charging cables. They're like six feet, and there's plugs next to your bed. Every you know, every bedroom that I've been right. living with, you know, there's sockets there. Just have your charging cable next to you. Totally agree. You know, I mean, why do people actually have to spend money for this kind of stuff? That's it's a cool gadget. It's a cool looking gadget. I mean, seriously, am I going to go out and running and buying it? I mean, this is off here. It's called AndroidPolice.com. Just do a Google Google search. Type uh, Android AndroidPolice.com, and it says case crawler gives phone legs, helping it to reach the nearest charging grid. But it's not on the market yet. Okay, it's not on the market, so it's still in like early stages. But seriously. Is it this world that can become that lazy that you're going to have to have this phone charge itself? I, I think know. it is. I don't want it to be, though, man. I don't know. That's why I'm trying to get out of here, man. I'm trying to go somewhere remote, live off the land. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You said that on our last show, didn't you? Yeah, I'm serious, bro. <laughs> you're, that's right. We closed the show out. Did you Did you think of any places oh, since man. we closed our show out and... I'm thinking like Wyoming or something like Wyoming, that. Middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, middle of nowhere. Anywhere in the middle of nowhere where I could... And if I could get a, if I could get an underground bunker, oh man, that'd be cool. <laughs> mm. All right, Bax. I know you were a Uber driver many years ago, and you had a unfortunate incident. Yeah, uh, we talked about it on the show, and you know uh, you were driving for Uber at three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, and uh, you know somebody would try to to rob you or something like that, and yeah, and then you were actually shot. Definitely shot. So. You know, those Lyft drivers, you don't know what you're walking into. You don't know. And you don't. You don't. And you weren't really on duty. You were just taking a break or something. Yeah, like you, just, you were working, but you were just yeah, taking a break. So you weren't, out. you didn't have a customer in your car and all that. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time, wrong, exactly. wrong energy. <sighs> that's just, that's just unbelievable. But, you know, I'm glad you're here to tell, tell us the story. I mean, if you guys are interested in hearing the full story, it was several episodes ago we Bax uh, talked about it, but... But anyway, so this Lyft driver, this is up in Flagler County. This is, I guess, that North Florida, Flagler County. It sounds like it's uh, North North Florida. So this Lyft driver was just uh, was driving, toting around this guy uh, with his uh, friend and a child, and the guy was really drunk. I commend the guy for taking a lift, not driving. Okay, great. That's that's the idea of you know, not drinking and driving. I, I commend you for that. But he was so drunk. That he hadn't actually, uh, being COVID out there, you know, with the face mask situation and all that stuff, apparently he put like a shower curtain, like device, 
separating the front seat to the back seat. That was smart. Super smart. Exactly. I mean, you go to Publix, you go to the grocery store. My office even has plexiglass, you know, anywhere you go. Uh, Costco. I went to Costco over the weekend and they had plexiglass. They don't touch your cars anymore. You hold it up to the window and uh, they, you know, beep, you know, scan your, your membership card and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, there's contactless of everything, which, okay, I get. So this guy, he puts up a, like a sh- clear shower curtain so apparently he picked up this guy and he was all piss ass drunk and it was a i don't know why there was a kid in the car but there was a, a little child in the car and uh, the guy was in the back seat like hey man this is pretty cool looking where did you get this and the driver was like i got it off amazon or ebay it was two two different vendors that he mentioned okay in the uh, video i'll play the video it's pretty disturbing but uh this came out of first first coast news so he's attacking the driver right now. New at 11 tonight, you see it right there. A violent scene that played out in the back of a Flagler County lift car as the driver was assaulted after he was mocked for actually having that plastic layering up to protect himself from COVID-19. Thank you for joining us on this Monday night. I'm Anthony Austin. And I'm Heather Crawford. On your side's Kaylee Tracy has details on this and what Lyft is now saying about it. All right, so the this is the video. Early Sunday morning started off normal. But a few minutes into the ride, a spokesperson for the Flagler County Sheriff's Office says 36-year-old Travis Smith suddenly attacked the driver. The Sheriff's Office says Smith tore down a plastic partition installed due to COVID-19 and put the driver in a headlock. Everything captured on the driver's dash camera video. A press release says Smith was intoxicated, told deputies the driver was driving recklessly and said he grabbed the driver to force him to pull over to protect himself, his friend and the friend's seven-year-old who were also in the car. But deputies say that dash cam video says otherwise. Call the cop. The incident continued into the street and the driver suffered minor injuries. A Lyft spokesperson says they banned Smith from the app and released a statement reading in part, quote, the health and safety of our community is fundamental to Lyft and the incident described is deeply troubling. We stand ready to work with law enforcement. Smith was arrested and charged with battery and child abuse, according to the sheriff's office. The child abuse charge, the sheriff's office says, because Smith put his friend's son's life in jeopardy during the attack in a moving vehicle. He has since posted bond. Kaylee Tracy, First Coast News, on your side. What, what a piece of shit. So I'm confused. The kid was the guy that choked him. Okay, so picture this. You get into a lift car, okay? The driver has a video camera going. I'm describing the video here. So the video, he has the camera facing the backseat of the car. So you see the driver. So he gets in the car, this drunk guy, Smith guy, and another dude and a seven-year-old kid. I don't know where they got picked up, but why the guy is drunk with the seven-year-old. That's that's neither here nor there. So the 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 car starts going, and the guy was like, "Cool, man, this this is a real cool setup. Where did you get it?" And I guess the alcohol, as I like to call it, ARI, mm-hmm. you know what that stands for? No. What is alcohol it? related incident. That's okay. what I call it. <laughs> I just made it up. Okay. But uh, yeah, an ARI. So apparently he was like, "Oh, cool, man. This is uh, this is pretty cool." And then he didn't believe the guy. It was like, "Man, you're 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 a liar. 
you're a liar. You didn't get this on eBay. You didn't get this custom and made. You know, you know, you're lying to me. And the guy was like, dude, I got this on like Amazon or eBay or whatever. The, 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 it was just a plastic shower curtain, basically, what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not nothing hard that you can't find. You can find it at Walmart. You can do you know? it yourself. Yeah, exactly. So the guy, uh, apparently the light in the car got turned on. I don't know how th- that happened. So the guy was trying to cover the light with his hand to make it darker again. And he just lost it. So he jumps on the, uh, takes down the, uh, the the plastic partition, starts freaking out of the driver. As he's driving, grabs him by the neck. And that's, a, you could hear, you know, the skid, skidding of the car. But I guess he's, the guy was uh, like uh, aware enough just to shut down, you know, stop the car in the middle of the intersection and uh, started choking him. And the kids started crying. I mean, what is wrong with people? You know, people sometimes, man. I just evil man and then they selfish they feel like the world's supposed to revolve around them and their opinions are what they feel should should be happening and if you're not listening to them or you can't uh bow down to them then they just flip i don't understand maybe he was on some type of drug i don't see i don't see myself getting upset because somebody has a divider that's keeping yeah. that's keeping him safe yeah, exactly. from covid like i don't see myself getting upset for that reason you feel me so mm-hmm if I was that driver, you know what? He was on duty. My neck hurt. I can't move my neck ever again. Lyft gonna have to pay. <laughs> Lyft gonna have to pay for and they, that. Man. And they banned him. They banned him from the app. So it doesn't mean that he's gonna use the app with somebody else. Yeah. You know, his spouse or whatever friend. So he's gonna end up riding a Lyft. But how do you how do you ban somebody from that? You can't. You, you can't, can't ban that man from the app, man. You that can't. Makes no sense. I mean, the only could, thing you could do is make it right for the driver. Yeah, exactly. I mean, freaking asshole. Really, yeah. really. He he should have had a gun on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and and he blamed the driver for driving erratically. Well, you saw it on the camera; he wasn't driving erratically. I mean, boy, that alcohol really uh, makes people. Uh, there's happy drunks out there, and there's some nasty ass drunks. People that can't handle the alcohol. No, they can't. They can't. So, hey, you know that guy Keenan Thompson from uh, Saturday Night Live? Keenan. Yeah, Kenan Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He actually lives here in Tampa. Yeah, I know he lives there. People yeah. always people always talk about it. He lives somewhere out here. He lives in the town and country area. Yeah, I, they say they talk about how they see him in the uh, grocery store all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he does he lives probably about what ten minutes away from here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Fifteen minutes away. But uh I, I know exactly where he lives. I know what road he lives on. But uh, it's a it's a nice area. It's a waterfront property and uh He's got a, a decent looking house down here. In fact, um, the lady that passed on, I, I mentioned this on uh, my show, my uh, hairdresser died of uh, breast cancer and she, he used to come into her, her shop all the time. So over in Oldsmar. Wow. But anyway, so Keenan Thompson is to uh, sub for Simon Cowell as he recovers from back surgery. Wow. What happened to him? So apparently uh, Simon Cowell on America's Got Talent. Uh, so right now, Kelly Clarkson is subbing for the former American Idol, Idol judge during the first live shows uh, of last week, this, as of recording right now, or actually when this um, uh, story was written. Simon is uh, really happy that Kelly is standing for him and AGT uh, this week and grateful for her to, uh, a, uh, as she told People Magazine, this came out at a People Magazine, Cowell, who's 60 years old, broke his back on August 8th in Malibu, California, when he fell off an electric bike in front of his six-year-old son, Eric. After the accident, Cowell went, underwent surgery. He remains in the hospital, as wow. when this story was written. So on Sunday, a source told People Magazine that he had a number of uh, fusions and a metal rod put into his back. Oh, oh God. 
He landed on his back when he fell from the bike. The injuries are bad, so bad, that uh, he's also been told that he was lucky. Wow, that's interesting. So they're going to have Keenan Thompson. I like the guy. I like the guy. He's funny on Saturday Night Live. He's a nice guy that's from what I heard in the in Tampa Bay. But, yeah, so uh, I, I saw Kelly Clarkson was actually – I don't know – if uh, when the time this was written, I don't know if Kelly Clarkson backed out of the show or Keenan Thompson backed mm. out. Of the, I don't know, but this is according to uh, People Magazine. So. Okay. So the article was written on August 17th. So uh, maybe uh, she's just doing the show for just temporarily until they find a permanent, uh, you know, permanent person while he recovers. Well, speedy recovery, Simon. I, I like that guy. Wow, man. Get better, Simon. Man. I like him, man. I didn't like him at first because he was real blunt and he, <laughs> and he seemed like a little asshole, but I feel like he, he, he's good, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, he, he knows what is who's a star and who's not. I mean, I'm sure being blunt is, you know, when American Idol came out back in, what, the early 2000s, you know? Dang, was it that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it seemed like yes. Oh, my gosh. Life is just a blur, man. It is. It is. Life is a blur. I mean, Kelly Clarkson was the first uh, winner, wasn't she? I think she was. I would yeah, say so. Yeah, I think she was. I mean, God, it just, I remember his being, being blunt. That's the only reason why I started watching the show is like, oh, this guy is, you know, like, you suck. You suck. You know, I mean, <laughs> how does, uh, like, the, they have, like, social workers on sites because uh, Simon, you know, shattered some little girl's dream? <laughs> you just got to get ready for it. Yeah. And just understand because he he started warming up like during the later shows the uh -huh. beginning shows he was cold as ice he, he it didn't matter how old you was simon was gonna say some cold shit <laughs> it didn't matter <laughs> yeah but that's just simon cowell for you so uh you have an interest in going into disney going to disney yeah going to disney Nah, yeah. I'm good on Disney. Man. Yeah, me neither. I uh, just I've been there before. It's not something that I that I need to do. Yeah, I I know a bunch of people that make yearly trips down here to Florida because you know originally I'm from New York, so I you know I still follow a lot of people on Facebook and come down here. But I don't know. I mean, you know, paying seven hundred something dollars a night for a, a resort at Disney that's not my cup of tea. You know, if it was all inclusive, yeah. then that's different. But, you know, just for a hotel room at the Grand Floridian or uh, the, the Contemporary Resort and whatever else is uh, the Disney properties, even the budget motel, the hotels, uh, the, the, the movie theater one, I can't remember the, the budget uh, hotels out where Disney, they're still expensive. You're looking at around a buck 70 a night. Yeah, I'm, I'll pass. And even the quality of the hotel. We stayed at one years ago. Uh, I don't know why we were there for Disney. Uh, I, I can't. There was a reason why we had to go to Disney, and I don't think it was actually we went to the park. But the the quality of the hotel just wasn't as I expected it to be. You know, you could have stayed at the Marriott for 170 a night, and you had a nice little more luxurier than what the hotel was. I wasn't too impressed with it. Maybe I just had a bad room, and the AC didn't work right, so that probably didn't you know <laughs> add to the uh, experience. Refund. Yeah, exactly. No, matter of fact, that night uh, we had our son with us and he broke out in a fever and we were literally checked in for about an hour and he was just not feeling well. I said, you know what, let's just leave him. We made the trip back home that evening, but there was a reason why we had to go to Disney. I can't remember. Well, anyway, speaking of me, I'm on a tangent right now, as always. <laughs> Walt Disney World reducing its hours at all four parks starting next month. So in September, they're going to reduce their hours. 
So starting September 8th, Walt Disney Orlando theme parks are scaling back operating hours. The Magic Kingdom will close earlier at 6 o'clock. Epcot will uh, close two hours earlier at 7 p.m. Hollywood Studios will close at 7 p.m. as well, an hour earlier than usual. The Animal Kingdom will be uh, an hour, will open an hour later. That just messed with my mind there. (laughs) An hour later at 9 a.m. and close an hour later than usual than 5 p.m. So, oh, there's La Beast. You hear La Beast? (laughs) La Beast is uh, making his cameo on the show here. We hear La Beast. (laughs) The hours are uh, currently listed on the theme park's reservation site. We'll begin phase opening, which they already have back in July, when the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom first opened, followed by Epcot and Hollywood Studios by July 15th, which is currently open right now. So, wait. Are they just now adjusting the hours? Yeah, starting September 8th. Hold on. So what happened? So when COVID came, they they were just closed. They shut down completely. Okay. Yeah. They paid their employees for a month, and then they were still closed after that. Then that's when everybody had to, you know. So they opened back up. Mm-hmm. They just recently opened back up back in July. And the hours are the normal hours? There were normal hours now, according to this article here, but now they're changing their hours to the close earlier. I don't know what's the... The reasoning being maybe, maybe cleaning, cleaning, or maybe just because I don't know, maybe because it's less attendance, it's less revenue and you know, it's more money to keep the park open. I would I, say that. That's what I'm speculating. Like I said, man, people's minds. Yeah. Although they want to get entertainment and have fun. Exactly. We're going through a lot mentally, man. Like I feel like we all need at the end of this thing, everybody just needs to sit down and have a world of, a day of like meditation and focus. <laughs> Free passes at Disney. <laughs> That's real. what everybody should get. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but you know what they said? The th- uh, but you know what? They're only letting people in like half attendance. So you could blow through the whole park a lot quicker than versus a you know, full day and full attendance at the park. So you're not waiting online for an hour and a half. You're getting on the rides within 15 minutes. Maybe you couldn't do the whole park in a day. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, may, I don't know. It's just a thought. So anyway, since the, uh, the, the parks theme, the closed theme parks have taken a toll on the entertainment companies, as we all well know, across Orlando, including SeaWorld, which Monday, last uh, Monday when this article was written, the quarterly loss was $131 million loss. Wow. That's just crazy. So on, the, on July 12th, the CEO of Ambient Health, I don't know why they Ambient Health, okay, tasked, tasked with uh, advising Disney as the parks reopened, said he is also a pass holder and wouldn't hesitate to go to Disney. Well, that's good to know. The Beast. But anyways, the article first appeared on our sister publication, the Orlando Weekly. So this came from um, Created Loft and Tampa. So I guess they have their own little webpage here. That's where the story came from. But yeah, so Disney is closing early, starting October, um, October, <laughs> September. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, this it's a different world we live in. So, Bax, have you done uh, gone to the dentist lately? I didn't, man. I need to go, man. Yeah, I, I finally, I had an appointment back in, um, I want to say sometime in April. April. Obviously, we're in the middle of the shutdown then. I got a call from my dentist says, hey, uh, you know, we're going to reschedule your appointment. And I finally went to the dentist about a month ago. They finally rescheduled. That's how long of a wait they uh, did for me. But uh, How did it go? 
it, it went. They, uh, they, you know, walked in the office. They had their waiting room like separated with you know every other seat. Okay, fine. It was like two other people in the waiting room. It wasn't anything. You know, you also had the option to wait in your car if you wanted to. And of course, they took your temperature. I walked in and took, uh, actually the thermometer broke and they were like trying to get the batteries to work on it. They didn't have another thermometer reader, you know, those thermo, that's what it is, a thermo thermometer. And yeah. uh, it was not working. And I was like, listen, I don't have a fever. And you trust me for it. If I was not feeling well, which I don't get, who walks around with a fever? I don't know, man. I don't know. But every time I have a fever, I want, I'm like dead to the world. I don't know. I don't want to be bothered, but yeah. And the thing about it is, the asymptomatic people are not having fevers. Yeah, they're just walking around with <laughs> they're, COVID. They're walking around, but yeah. So I went to the dentist, and uh, you know, there was a lot of cleaning, a lot of PPE, and you know, there a lot of face masks. Uh, obviously, I couldn't wear a face mask, but I wore a face mask in the lo- in the uh, you know lobby area, and then walked to the room, and obviously the face mask had to come off. But I got my um, I got my teeth cleaned, and I'm and according to this article here. Mm-hmm. Postpone your dental checkups and cleanings unless you have an emergency. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So basically this article is saying, it's basically telling you wait until the uh, COVID-19 is over. So even if you're months overdue for a teeth cleaning, you should keep your appointment. I'm sorry. You know what? This is, it's just one of those days today. Don't be so hard on yourself, man. You I'm got sorry. This. Yes, I got this. <laughs> uh, you should skip your appointment. The world, the WHO said in a guidance published on August 3rd, the WHO said people should postpone their non-essential oral health care that requires a dental visit office, including regular checkups, cleanings, and preventive care. Since the dentist's appointments involve close contact procedures that send microscopic particles into the air, such as spit, are higher risk in spreading the coronavirus, who said, the WHO. A person can contract COVID-19, the illness coronavirus causes, by inhaling viral particles and absorbing them through the eyes and nose, which I get, and which is less likely the virus can also spread through contaminated services. So basically, they're just like trying to, I don't know if that's a good idea or not, because then you know people get toothaches and there's going to be more problems in the future. That's scary, man. Because if you cancel your appointment and you have a lot, a lot of plaque buildup, you know, then they have to do a deep cleaning. You ever done a deep cleaning before? Yeah. It, it, they actually put like this numbing medicine in you and it, it's not fun. It's uh, Going to the dentist is not fun anyways, but it's going to cause more problems in the future. I mean, if you don't have a fever and you're doing the pro- practicing social distancing and the proper protection, I get it. You know, you, I don't know. I don't recommend to cancel your appointment. Man, I just feel like it's not just a dentist, man. And just this whole situation that's going on right now is making, like, healthcare so hard to get to. Mm-hmm. Like, the doctors are so hard to get to. The dentists are so hard to get to because of COVID, you know. Like, that's scary. So, it's like staying in perfect health during a situation like this is kind of like anxiety, man. Because it's like I'm going through something, you know what I'm saying, now going into, like, the hospital or the doctor's office. Am I putting myself at risk? What's going on? Like, yeah. Am I around somebody that got COVID? So it's just anxiety everywhere, man. It is. It is. How you doing on sleeping? You getting good sleep? Oh, man. Yeah, I've been sleeping pretty good, bro. Okay. To be honest with you. According to sleepfoundation.org, they have their website here, and it says sleep guidelines during the COVID-19 uh, outbreak. 
So basically, the novel of coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, yeah, no crap, has brought the world into uh, uncharted waters. The whole country are are in lockdown. The economy is grounded to a halt, and many people are afraid of themselves and their loved ones, which the the changes come in so quickly, the understandable that importance of sleep is flying under the radar. I get it. People are not getting asleep because they're more concerned about their jobs, making their bills, collecting down their employment, or actually applying for it. Because I know Florida, at least Florida, had was a fiasco of people trying to get their unemployment. Yeah. But I, I could get it. People are not getting good sleep during this whole COVID nineteen stuff. And you know what? I don't know what is the long term effects in the future that we're going to fa- face between mental health. People not getting enough sleep, people getting more heart attacks or getting more health. You know, people staying home and eating, you know, weight gain and all that stuff. Well, sleep definitely affects your immune system. Absolutely. And when your body is at sleep, when your body is in REM, Mm -hmm. that's when you're healing. So your body goes in REM usually around nighttime. Right. Feel me? So if you're not putting your body in REM, your body is not healing the way that it should be or the way that it used to. And like one thing with my with the kids, I noticed that the kids' schedules are all the way off. Oh, I know. My kids were at my house for like the last month. For the last month, I, I took them back to their moms like a couple of days ago, and I noticed that they're up all night on their game, and then they don't go to sleep till about five six o'clock in the morning. Oh, that late? Yeah, like they're just up all night. So I'm just like, bro, like, what are you guys doing, man? Like, you guys are not taking care of your health, man. I'm no. not. I'm not about to sit up here. With you guys, you guys need to go to sleep, man. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, what irritated me was, you guys not sleeping, not going to bed to six whatever in the morning. I get up early. I got things to do. Yeah. So you guys are still sleep. You know what I'm saying? In the bed. I'm not gonna just leave you guys here sleep. You know what I'm saying? You guys gotta come with me. So wake up, even though you just went right. to bed two hours ago, <laughs> because you guys are are. Uh, Messing up my schedule. Yeah. Are they on their iPads? Or are they playing Fortnite? What and are they doing? You know what they're doing. They're on their iPhones, iPads. You know, the kids' rooms are, you know, they, you know, yeah. fire sticks. Well, you know what I do with my kids? My kids don't know the passcode to their iPads. Awesome. So I have it set. And it's funny. My son will actually do everything possible to learn the passcode. And <laughs> apparently he... he he can't sit there and do his homework, but he'll do everything possible to memorize, you know, what, what the passcode is. So he'll look over his shoulder. He'll, like, try to, like, look in the corner of his eye, but he's trying, like, it's, it's so obvious. He thinks I can't see it. So he'll learn everything possible. So my kids don't know the passcode for their iPhones, iPads. You know, we have a dead iPad, you know, that's not hooked up to cellular or anything. It's an old iPad or an old iPhone back in the day that's not connected to any network and all that stuff besides, you know, the Wi-Fi. But they don't know their own. They don't know the password passcode. So, what I do is, you know, when they want to go play, I can make sure they want, you know, that they're all their chores are all done and all that stuff. And then they open up their iPads and I type in the code. And now I made the code a, you know, a, like ten digits. Thank goodness Apple allows you to, uh, you know, make your passcodes really, really long. Well, I made this one a ten-digit one. Now it's impossible for them to. <laughs> To, to uh, know the code to get into the uh, the actual 
device. So you should try that. You know. Yeah, I think and, I might have to, man. And then all of our iPads or iPhones in our on on our account is all under the same iTunes account. If, if it's time to shut it down, I go find my iPhone, lock or report the phone that is lost, and it locks it, and I can type a message that says, go take a shower. And of course, within like three, two, one. Oh, really, Dad? You hear them in the background, like saying, hey, "Why are you shutting this thing off?" Like, wow. time to shut it down. That is it. But that—that's you should try that. You know I'm gonna have to get that control. Yeah, yeah. You just you know, open up the iPad when it's reward time. You did homework, showers done, lunches are made, whatever else. I mean, school starting what for us next Monday. Wow. Yeah. So you know, we got. Uh, you know, online learning for the first week, and uh, they're going to go back to a brick and mortar, and hopefully, uh, hope for the best. Basically, how you feel about a brick and mortar? Well, I feel that life should get back to normal. Um, you know, it's going to be apprehensive at first. You know, like oh, well, you know, everybody's going to be scared. I mean, I, I even mentioned this on the show. You know, I was nervous going back to work. You know, back in uh, May. You know, I was nervous about it, but you know what? If you do your social distancing and wash your hands, I mean, yeah, for kids, it's going to be a little harder to keep a face mask on all day. That sucks. Yeah. That really blows. But, you know, life has got to go on. You know, I, I can't keep these kids sheltered, you know, for a virus that, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own thoughts with the virus. And, you know, I, I did express my feeling with the virus. But, yes, it is out there. But is it really that bad as they make it sound, you know? You know, they're, they're, the media is scaring everybody. That's bottom line. So, I mean, I feel okay as a parent. I mean, you know, with the ultimate, you know, I would love to stay home with the kids. But, you know, we all, we both, we have, both have to work. You know, we got to, you know, who's going to watch the kids? And then, yeah, I'm not treating the school as a daycare, but I'm not a teacher. I don't have a skills as a teacher. You know, I just say, do your work and and learn it yourself that's just my method but i'm not a teacher i don't have the skills to sit there with my kids to teach them a lesson you know or teach them common core math i have no idea i never used common core growing up right but it's i mean supposedly they're going to get rid of it but they haven't done it quick enough basically in a nutshell yeah i mean i yeah i am concerned but you know life has got to go on things got to get back just back to normal and hopefully you know, magically after this election in November, I think things will probably slowly get back to normal by the new year. Hopefully things will get back to normal. That's my opinion. I hope so, man. And your kids are doing e-learning? Yeah. Or virtual? They're going to do the virtual thing. Okay. And that, is that a year commitment or is that uh, like a, a semester commitment? I think we're going to start off with this semester first just to see how things go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I heard the Florida virtual schools are much different than e-learnings, but e-learnings last year, I'm sure it's the same thing with across the country. And I seen it on Facebook with my friends up North, you know, it's, uh, it was, a, it was a disaster. It was a disaster, but yeah, it was a disaster at the end of the school year too. Oh, it, it, last year it was just horrible. Now this, this year they got a different platform and, but you know, it's, you know, I, I as I mentioned on my show a few, a few, a few episodes ago, you know, I do have friends that are teachers that listen to this show. Yes. And you know, I, I, you know, my heart goes out to you. I understand. I totally do. But you know, life needs to go on. You need to get back to normal and, and you can't be sheltering everybody forever. How long is this going to take? You know, I mean, seriously, how long is going to take? And, you know, and then some of these teachers, you know, do they really want to go back to work? We don't know. Yeah. I, and I know some teachers are really nervous of going back. I get it. I feel you. But you know what? 
like I said, I have more of a chance dying in a car wreck, driving to work than catching coronavirus, in my opinion, and even dying from it. That's just my opinion. I know there's a lot of angry listeners probably cursing me out right now, but that's just my opinion. We're entitled for our own opinion. I feel like it's like five different strains of this virus going around. Because there's people that got the virus that sniffles and there's people that's just like... Different reactions, right? Yeah. But some teachers uh, like working from the house. Either way, so Bax, I want to say thanks for uh, joining us this, uh, this this another episode. I think this is episode number 12. Yeah, 12, man. 12. We're definitely uh, cranking them out and hopefully uh, things will, uh, you know, hopefully Laura will be back pretty soon and uh, we'll just... Uh, that's it. So you're listening to... What you talking about, Libby? I know. It just seems different just to have the two of us here. I, yeah, I love, I just love having the crew, you know. I could be pulling stories up and, you know, sharing, and you guys share your uh, thoughts and another woman on the show. And hopefully things will get back to normal and Laurel could join us and my my wife. I can't call her my lovely wife anymore. We're going to have to talk about that next show. Yeah, I'm going to have to probably get to dig a little deeper. We've got to find out why she doesn't want me call her my lovely wife. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But, okay. So, anyways, let's go to our Facebook page and uh, see our platform links. Like and subscribe. And please, even give us a comment. Leave us a comment on the show. Um, I do get some emails from our viewers. I do appreciate it. Just, you know, give us a five-star review. If you don't like our show, don't give us a thumbs down or give us a one star. Just not listen to it. The show is not for everybody. You agree? I agree. I agree. So, All right. Have a great evening, daytime, whatever time you're listening to. Have a good one, guys.